What's up, Kosova? This is Coach Q. I'm your host for the upcoming podcast called Never the Right Time. We are on on every Tuesdays, 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. 103.5, 105.5 Urban FM. We're going to be talking all things around health, fitness, lifestyle. Please check us out. Here's a quick shout out to our sponsors, Five Star Fitness and Onze Recovery. Five Star Fitness goes without saying we need to be active nowadays. It's a must. And to help with this, Five Star Fitness, with locations across the country, has established itself as the place to pursue your fitness goals. Now, Onze Recovery, let's talk about stress from daily life, leaving us depleted in need of that reboot. Onza Recovery offers different types of therapies to help you recover from the daily stresses, especially when we are limited with time. Welcome to Never the Right Time with Coach Q. This is 103.5 or 105.5 Urban FM. Today's episode, I am joined by Elia Halili, who is the owner of Club der Sportfreunde, a gym based out of Zurich. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Elia when he was visiting in the summer um, at actually Five Star. So shout out to our sponsors, Five Star Fitness and Onza Recovery. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Now back to Elia. This summer, pretty much out of the blue, uh, ran into you. Uh, you were here training with a friend, I think. And I was training uh, with a client and then we struck up a conversation. I had the pleasure of visiting your gym in Zurich. Uh was it maybe um, six weeks ago or so, yes. a month and a half? Um, super impressive. Um, but before we dive into that, maybe we go into a quick intro of who you are, what you do, where you do it at. Uh, my name is Elir Halili. I am uh, 36 years old. I'm a father of three, uh, married to a wonderful wife. And I'm the owner of Club Teschwalfreund in Zurich. Um, is a, it is a strength and conditioning center uh, basically a big or huge personal training center that is based in Zurich. And uh, yeah, uh, we meet up, as you said, in uh, summer. Uh, I was here for a wedding from a family member. And I was surprised to see someone like you uh, training like like you were training or giving a training in a high quality standard. Uh, I'm not used to it to this city uh, because I think the scene is also pretty new. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, we get to know each other. I was impressed by you and by your person, also by your story that you moved to uh, Pristina mm-hmm. as a Swiss citizen <laughs> going to London. And from London, moving to Pristina is an unusual term, but it was uh, quite interesting to get in touch with you. And uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying to have a good conversation with you and to have this exchange. And thank you for your invitation. It was, a, it was a it was a quite stressful stressful <laughs> journey today. Uh, we tried to <laughs> be here at uh, two o'clock, but our uh, airplane was a little bit late, and even now we came too late. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> because all right. I'm still having my pump from uh, from the gym session I had uh, at well, Flex Gym. Yes, the new one. I wanted to try it, and yeah, excellent. Yeah, scoping the scene out a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So just seeing what the city has to do. 
Yeah, I, one thing that we, you know certainly I want to well let's dive into that in terms of the the scene here, right? I mean, you're you're originally from well family from, uh, family, from yes. here, um, and also well you were at Five Star in the summer. You just checked out Flex Gym. Um, you know there is I think something interesting happened, and that's part of the reason I you know decided to also move here, where you know the population is it goes without saying super young, mm -hmm. pretty motivated. Right, um, there is a, a growing uh, gym culture, mm -hmm. and you know, as we just you know, shout out to Flex as well and, and Five Star, but you know that they just opened a new facility, so there's going to be more. There's more gyms appearing in the city, right? Yeah, as you said today, is a startup feeling in the city, and the the people or the population is pretty young, so you feel this energy and uh, the I think the demand to look good, mm -hmm. to like express something or to be healthy. Yeah, just. Yeah, and you feel that, and if you're coming into this uh, city, you have a quite big energy mm -hmm. that you can feel. But you can tell more about this because I'm just now and then here in this city. But yeah, but it's it, it's interesting to get your perspective from you know looking in from the outside. Like I was from the outside, and now I'm in the in the thick of it, right? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can get a little bit sort of let's say you get a bit pigeonholed, or you're sort of used to it. But then again, also, I do most of my training and client sessions at uh, Five Star. Mm -hmm. Now, occasionally, I will venture out to a number of CrossFit gyms. So, mm -hmm. shout out to CrossFit Pristina, as well as Fitbox in Fushikosov, uh, and Iron Brothers. So, I, I, you know, from my background, naturally, I kind of migrate towards that. But then, you know, I am still, I'm constantly also trying to look out for what else there is, right? And you being based in Zurich now we will definitely go into Club de Sport Freunde but like Zurich the the market naturally is a bit more mature right oh, yeah, but sure. there's also and with that it goes without saying there's so much more variety right like you go from the gyms to the CrossFit to yoga to wellness recovery like well, and then even sports specific like it, it yeah the density is huge I mean right? uh, if you go to Erlikon a part of Zurich I think a few years ago they had the biggest density in worldwide in gyms. Oh, wow. So okay. in terms of population. So yeah. the demand is high. The um, like net income is pretty high. Mm. The people can afford for basically every uh, budget that you can offer, depending mm. on the services, of course. But you can find from super cheap 24-7 gyms to high-end gyms like I am mm -hmm. or I own. You can find everything mm. and you find the clients for this yes if you deliver the right services and this what you see here is like they and this is nothing critical it's uh it's just a observation right? yeah observation and what i have seen right now they try to be really good to try to deliver a good uh, facility of uh, a good gym as you have seen today but as i have seen today in flex gym but they are still pretty young and they you see that they are going towards a, um, a style of it, it reminds me on Dubai mm -hmm. so you're going into the gym and you have like all in one you have nutrition you have like mm -hmm. a, a shake bar you have like some nice ladies welcoming you you have a clean environment everything but nothing specific mm -hmm. you know what I mean and there's nothing wrong with this uh, you're going to find the people they want to train there and you're going to find this clientele that they are fitting into this gym mm -hmm. but as you said in uh, in Zurich you can find these type of services where you have more mature uh, clientele or more younger population so yeah and, and part of that is also let's say generally speaking like the Swiss population right like in terms of 
fitness, wellness, all of these things are a little bit more established, yeah, right? Well, I would say, uh, as you know it from Geneva, you have a lot of expats in Zurich. Mm. So European, Asians, Americans, they yep. are used to this type of services like personal training, CrossFit, group trainings. They are in a higher price, price rank. Mm. Uh, they are willing to pay the services as well. Yeah. I mean, if you if you just take it in consideration, my gym membership starts at 1500 a year. Mm -hmm. This is the basic one. Yeah. And it uh, raises up uh, till over 1120 per month. Mm -hmm. It's like equal Euro Swiss franc. So yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gym membership plus then the personal training, yeah. all the the additional uh, yes, package, yes, yes. like yes. package, right? All the Just... services included, of course. And yeah. the special thing that we have is we are limited to 500 clients. So you're gonna have a um, how you call it like a, a exclusive exclusive to, feeling into the gym. You're yeah. gonna pull in the certain type of clients. Mm -hmm. I would all I, I will um, I would say all my clients have the same same thing in mind. They are all high performers. Mm. And I talk in their pri their private life and their sports life. Yeah. So they perform the same thing, like they do the job, the studies, the position in, 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 in their life. Yeah. They participate in, as well in the gym. So they're coming with goals. They know exactly what they want. They know exactly what type of services they want to see, yeah. how clean it should be, how you should treat them. So mm. the, the service aspect is pretty high. Yeah. And I mean, certainly that I've, I, that was the first impression, even when I, you know, when I got to visit it, it was, you know, even if it was just for a few hours, like, you know, it started with, with the entrance, right. In terms of yes. when you walk in the nice coffee bar, right. Yes. Already kind of, it's not like a, a bit of a lounge, but an area where people can actually take a minute. Right. Mm -hmm. And then already the, the little pathway into the, the locker rooms, right. Where it was, that was all custom made as well. Right. And then you had the, the open space where you had different sections, right. For again, what people are interested in, yes. but there was enough space in between kind of for people to breathe and like, they don't feel like sometimes where, uh, you know, commercial gyms could be like, you know, peak hours. It's, it, it's a zoo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing we provide is a privacy feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, well, as I said in the beginning is a huge personal training studio basically. So, yeah. um, you, if you have like 50 to 60 people training at the same time, it's a lot. The, mm. Then you feel like it's packed. Yeah. And as you said, there are different sections. And what's special with us is we don't have any mirrors. Uh, what we don't provide, we are not a bodybuilding gym. Nothing mm. wrong with bodybuilding, but I don't need to jump into this uh, shark tank where everybody provides the service of bodybuilding in the highest amount, mm. with the highest quality. I don't need to come there and uh, try to play the big player. Mm. I can be the big player in the, the specific field like Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, athletic training. Mm. rehab prehab stuff like this and and that goes back to your point in terms of like here it is sort of still very much like the bodybuilding focus right yes um nothing wrong with it yes absolutely, absolutely nothing you know i think we both in terms of because you're also a trainer yeah. right like myself and so there's principles from bodybuilding that we will lean on absolutely always lean absolutely, in, right? absolutely um but then in terms of like the business model side of things it's sort of the you know you've found sort of niches because it's not just one kind of right yes. where you know again finding that specificity right where you you know the impression that you have currently with the gym market here is like you know everyone's trying to do a little bit of everything but it's sort of you know 
kind you know, of we, we call it the uh, rote Faden in oh. uh, German. It's the red line. Uh-huh. So it's like your marketing uh, view or the the vision that you have on a company mm-hmm. where it should go. So yeah. you should have this red line mm. always, and you should always identify with this red line. Mm. So that means also if you step in, if you build up a new gym, as an example, should be it should be remarkable the same like the other one. You should feel like in the other one, the original gym. So if you just construct a gym and you just buy in stuff and say it's going to be the same name but it's going to be totally different thing, the people are going to recognize it. Mm. But as long as you're going to just try to be better than yesterday and develop the product, the services, they're going to feel it. Even if you're going towards a different direction, you're going to provide them with the same services. So you're going to be still a barbell gym in my case or you're going to be still an athletic gym or a strength and conditioning or rehab prehab you need to provide the services in the highest amount and try to keep your red line yeah the core core essence of exactly it, right? so don't yeah. jump from training style to training style so mm-hmm. don't tr- don't try to be the best in everything my biggest advice on personal trainers is like if you find you feel that you're good in specialize in it mm-hmm. and be the best in it yeah whatever it takes try to do educations try to read try to you have so much information out there that you can have for free nowadays so specialize be the uh, spine guru be the knee guru be the power guru whatever just yeah. be it and try to pull in the clients for this specific term be good in different things but pull them in with your specific uh, with your strength and if the client says one day hey you know what i have seen it i want to try now crossfit be fine with it yeah. refer it to a friend to someone that you know is good absolutely and don't be jealous if you leave if he no. leaves you well you know why because if he leaves you in a good thing in a good um like uh, terms right like exactly yeah he's gonna refer always to you he's gonna always say if somebody asks him why you're looking so good why you're training so good why is your training style so good why yeah. do you know so much it's because of them yeah, and it's like there's a million ways to go about it, right? For Just sure. like your diet and like you change your diet, exactly. you know? So there should be that freedom. Like it goes without saying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, whether you're happy, even if you're happy or certainly if you're not happy, you know, you're not married to, you know, this this trainer, right? Like you have that choice to explore other ways. And sometimes it's like people just want to go in a different direction, right? For sure. You develop a new interest, right? Sure. And I think... It goes without, like with with trainers as well. I certainly agree that you know it's it's become really good at something, um, because already within that space, say you mentioned spine, knee guru, whatever, like that's evolving, right? It's not static. Yeah. Like there's going to be new ways or new approaches or the things just evolve, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, of course you also want to kind of like be able to you know just out of curiosity, right? Like be able to like you know uh expand your knowledge base and like maybe for apply sure. different techniques for in sure. different ways right but you're gonna grow up as well yeah so one day you need to also to teach your stuff to someone else that takes over and you're gonna lead them hmm. or do you want to be a personal trainer for your life yeah I, that's a good question right yeah that's something i think, nothing, think about again, nothing lot. nothing wrong with it but from a business perspective so one day you need to be ready to let them go as much as I'd love to think that I can uh, personal train at 80 years old, you know, one is maybe it's unrealistic, right? But also... Louis the, Simmons? Well, yeah. Yeah, great example. Um, yeah. Charles Poliquin? Yeah. You know, those, those... They were old. I mean, 60, 70, sure. whatever. 50, but... 
but they were still in the game. Yes. But what they uh, recognized was to be, to be a teacher. Yes. So be the coach's coach. Mm-hmm. So, even there, if you specialize, you need to specialize also your business. You need to develop your business. Yeah. Just like because what? just because I own a business or a gym or a club as a, uh, as mm-hmm. club to it doesn't mean that this can't change. No. Because if I see, mm. hey, let's say weightlifting is going to be out of uh, attractivity mm. one day. I have a space of 80 square meters. What gonna, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. You're going to leave it like this, empty for the whole day, just because three people are training for weightlifting? Mm. Or do I going to th- rethink and say, okay, I'm going to reuse the space differently? Who knows? Yeah. But you need to uh, you need to evaluate all, all the things, all the business decisions as well. So that's why as long it works... Be the best in it. If it doesn't work, try to become better in different things. Yeah, like develop. You can certainly pivot and adapt, and you know, grow in that aspect, yes. right? Um, but it's something, yeah, that's definitely in the back of my mind. Of okay, where? What is the end game, right? In terms of developing, let's say, my own brand as Coach yes. Q, or you know, as as you know, I am also working towards kind of opening up a place. So that's also something, you need right? To. You need to. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna attract all the pristine guys. <laughs> but then also in terms of sort of yeah, like you know, being whether it's becoming a, a coach in itself mm-hmm. for coaches, like I mean, there's so many ways that, that this can play out, right? But I think certainly like. You know, it would be, I think, just a shame for, for, you know, well, personally, like just to end up as a personal trainer, right? Because the the potential, I think, is is for all of us is is much more than than that. You know, as a trainer, mm-hmm. to then also then, yeah, kind of branch out and see where things go, right? Yeah, I see what you what do you mean. Yeah. Um, but so going back to you, in terms of like, for, I recall like a brief discussion uh, in Zurich. When uh, you know you were kind of t- telling me about your background and how Club de Sport Freunde was was developed, like maybe you could just kind of give us a little bit of like the um, the highlights of like your career path, and then how the the origin of Club de Sport Freunde how that came to be. Um, it's hard to describe. It started uh, 15 years ago or more. I was now more almost 20 years ago. I was 17, I was overweight, I'm still overweight, <laughs> no, but I was overweight, I was like over, I think, almost 130 kilos, uh-huh. and I needed to start, and I was a black belt karateka. Okay. Yeah. So I needed to start to train and lose weight, and to be honest, it wasn't about health, it wasn't about, it was to look good for the other gender, mm-hmm. to be attractive. Like a lot this, of us. This is nothing wrong. Yeah, and especially I, at that age, right? Yes, yes, and I achieved it, I was... Losing about 40 kilos, had a six pack, I was fit. And I saw what impact this strength training is gonna have on my health over the time. So I asked my trainer back in the day, I was like, hey, can you teach me, or can you show me more information of what I can do with this? Mm. And then he handed me out one specific book from Dr. Axel Gottlob. Uh, He became also one of my mentors over my career path. Uh, He's coming from uh, Heidelberg, Stuttgart, close by. And he wrote a book, Differentiertes Krafttraining. Mm-hmm. And Differentiertes Krafttraining is based on needs of your clients, of the current I- situation where the client is. And not just three sets of 8 to 12, but 
getting into context, getting yeah. into the goals, getting into the situation, uh, health markers, whatever, and creating a right program for this person over the career path from them. So at, until they achieve the goal, if it is a personal training or a regular client, then years after <clears throat> I did the master trainer course by him and successfully passed it with a good degree. Uh, my goal was to step into this business and I stepped into this business before with some basic educations and uh, did some of my internships and stuff like this. But I wasn't sure if I'm going to be like 100% trainer or is it like a hobby thing like 90% mm. of the people are doing. And then I made my decision with my wife. Back in the day, she was my girlfriend. And I said to her, I'm going to move to Zurich. And for that reason that I'm going to open a gym one day. And I had to secure a uh, job. So I cut off my salary about a third. Worked at the gym. David Gym is one of the most known bodybuilding gyms in Zurich. Okay. And started to work there for almost three years. And over the three years, I did the educations. I uh, did some specific education, like weightlifting, powerlifting, stuff like this. Mm. And then I get to know my business partners. And then uh, over the years, we wrote a business plan. We knew what we want and opened our club in two, August 2017. Okay. And yeah, we passed COVID. We, COVID was pretty hard. Uh, was a quite in, interesting Mm. I mean, even just for this topic, you can talk two hours. Yeah. But it was an interesting, interesting time. Interesting in terms of it gave you a lot of challenges, a lot, like high, like the Mount Everest. But then you have seen who is able to develop and who is not able to develop. Yeah, there, there was a lot of... Um sort of trimming the fat as they would maybe say um maybe that's not the best expression but in terms of like you know the the well me experiencing in london for example lots of gyms closed and then yes. the ones that survived you know i feel like in general came out stronger yes that's what's know? happened with us yeah so the the age of our clients just climbed up drastically after COVID. So, so average age was an older was population. Super, no, it was super young. Okay. When we started, it was like 20 up to 30. Okay. Now you would say the average age is like 38 above. Okay. Managers, high rank positions, CEOs, stuff like this. In person training, of course. And all the general pop from young to old. Our oldest client is 92. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And she's training since the beginning. And she's a super good, super Ooh. nice woman. That's it's a, a longevity goal. Well. Yeah, yeah, she's a role model. I mean, uh, it's crazy what she has achieved over the time. She gained bone density, muscle mass, even in this age. And it was like quite Well, it just impressive. shows the, impre the importance of strength training. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, she's a good role model for everybody just to see what you can achieve even with uh, two, three workouts a week, like yeah. 30 minutes. Uh -huh. You don't have to look like Arnold. No, no, no. I mean, I think also the misconception is, and I've talked about this for, especially for females, is like, just because you pick up a dumbbell doesn't mean you become that. Oh, no. And to become something like Arnold or any, let's say, female, you know, uh, uh, aesthetic or bodybuilding athlete, that takes time, dedication, oh, yeah. and effort like none other. I mean, you, you know, know this term, yeah, do I going to gain a lot of muscles? Uh, I'm, I'm like, yeah, can I have your secret, please? Yeah. 
I want to gain a muscle as well. Yeah, it, I mean, it takes time. It's yes. take, it takes time and passion and uh, dedication. And um, no, the 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 journey was quite interesting though, over the last years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not we are not stopping. We are continuing. Uh, we open up our knock on woods. Yeah. <laughs> we open in May our second facility. It's gonna be a really nice one uh, with the same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Super good coaches. It's also a big shout out to my coaches that are working for me, uh, my team. It's uh, without them, it wouldn't be possible to mm. grow this business. And it's also the thing that you need to appreciate. It's not a, on me. I'm I'm just a part of it. I started this business, but it's on my team to keep it in the standards. And uh, you need to surround yourself with good people. That's super important. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've- I mean, I had the pleasure of meeting very briefly, I think, two, three of your, your trainers, yeah. uh, your team members. And, you know, what, uh, what I mean, immediately, like, the thing that uh, uh, struck out, stuck stuck to me was, like, A, they were also uh, from different backgrounds, right? Yes. Different disciplines, and they were good at what they did, right? Yes, everybody is uh, specialized in something. Yeah. All my coaches are specialized in something. They know the basics. Everybody is good. I would say one of the best in Zurich in the basics. And they're for sure the best in their specific field. Mm. I have just, for example, Michele. He is a champion in powerlifting, in strongman, in bodybuilding right now. He's dominating the scene. He was behind the bar when I met him, right? Yeah, the huge guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I have Enrico. He's an EXOS certified coach. He's super good in athletic training. Mm. I have... uh, Many other Mimi. She's uh, she's the half Japanese one, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> she would be a, she would be a good future wife for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Japanese too. So, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, she is she is phenomenal. She's running our boot camps. She's running some personal trainings. She's currently also working at Google as a trainer, and she is doing a phenomenal job. She's mm. like a motivation bomb. Okay. Then I have a lot of people that are working behind the desk. Uh, some personal trainers still helping out. It's, and also like the future client uh, guys and girls that want to working with me. Like there are some people in the list, like physiotherapists, sports scientists, stuff like this. They want to work with us. It's super nice. What p- type of people we are attracting? It's not like a, as I said, we are not a gym. It sounds weird because you're walking in, you have machines, you have weights, you have dumbbells, you have barbells, but it's not a gym. It's a sports center, hmm. and it's. Very important to differentiate these things mm-hmm. because we are not commercial. We are not trimmed to be commercial. Of course, we want to make money and it's important to be profitable. But the uh, background is to achieve goals, to, to try to pull in the clients. They are willing to train and call them if they are not training. Mm. So I don't want to have like, we call it Karteileichen in German. Like if somebody is just on a, de- uh, on a list and he's never showing up, yeah. like a passive uh, investor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing I don't want to have. I want to have people using my stuff, using my facility, coming frequently, even if they're coming just twice a week or once a week, they're coming. Which is a big difference because you have, uh, what is it, like Planet uh, Fitness and all these big commercial they're gyms. They're living we- from this. Yes. They are counting on people to sign up, new me, new year, new me, January, exactly. one-year contract, and then ciao. Well, if you go to Switzerland now or all over Europe or whatever, all over the world... The New Year resolutions are one month away, almost, yep. or three weeks away. So all Speaking the, of, yeah. All your advertisement on Facebook, Instagram, Google, whatever, is trimmed on fitness products because your lazy ass is not willing to work. Mm-hmm. And they're selling you the stupid stuff 
the membership for two years and you're bonded. Yep. In my case, I don't have any advertising running right now. We are fully booked. Mm-hmm. If people are willing to come, I give them a spot. If not, I say thank you over here. There is no discount. Yeah, because you no mentioned five hundred spots. Yes. Right, right for the uh, original location. Yes. Yeah. So we are even overbooked, but it's okay because you have always a fluctuation. Some people sure. are moving away or whatever. They have different interests. But yeah. what is super important for me is I'm never gonna tie them into the gym. Yeah. Or to the company. Mm-hmm. Somebody says he wants to leave. Hey, you're free. Yeah. Even if you have a contract, go. Okay. Why should I? Why should I keep you? Yeah. If no, you, no, but, you, but but that goes like that also ties into your overall philosophy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then you know, should they want to come back, they have that in the back of their mind, yeah, right? Yeah. If your gym membership runs out, you're going to receive two, three months before a message. Yeah. Hey, do you want to renew? Yes, of course. I'm hmm. business-wise, I'm going to contact you and want to know if you want to renew. Yeah. But if you say no, I'm totally fine. Yeah. Uh, and then if I say, hey, what is the critic? Why do you re- renew? Well, I can't afford it, or I move away. But don't, the only thing that I don't want to hear is, I didn't like it. Mm. Yeah. So, like, that, hence the strive to deliver. Because, again, going back to sort of the difference between a gym and a performance center, yes. right? Which is what you guys, how you you see yourself and define yourself. like right? this, yeah. So, then it's sort of, okay, are we hitting your goals in terms of, are we hitting the the KPIs or whatever, each person it's going to be different, right? Yeah. And so then kind of let, maybe let's, because there's so many things that, <laughs> and we're going to have to probably sit down another time. So no we're going to, no problem. Yeah. Maybe um, on my, on my podcast next time. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what, what is it called by the way? I don't know. We are, I'm just playing around and thinking around to, I want to, I want to do it as well. Okay. I have so many interesting person to talk to. Okay. Well, when this episode comes down, then we'll make sure that it's included in the uh, the bio and the link and all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, but then t- maybe it'd be interesting to just I, and again, like um, somehow to in a nutshell, how does it, the onboarding of a client, right? How does that work for you guys? Because it's it's a gym. You just go go up, walk in, sign a form, whatever, and then boom, you get you know your bracelet, whatever, and then just start using, right? Well, For it's the a, most part. maybe important to know what kind of services we offer. Yeah. So, so let's start we, with uh, that. Yeah, we have three memberships that we offer, uh, three, six, or twelve months, and one is the basic membership, the other one is the classic membership, and the highest is the premium membership. Mm-hmm. The basic membership is designed for people that want to come for the open gym and the classes okay and even the classes are high-end coaching hmm. so you're gonna deliver be gonna be delivered by a program that is run for a month you're gonna have a lot of ton of information what, uh, are, what are some of the classes hypertrophy class so we have a strength-based training program that is uh, involving all the aspects like machines free weight hmm. barbells dumbbells yep. cables we have the modified strongman. We have Olympic weightlifting. We have uh, handstand. We have like high gymnastics kind yes, of thing. Yeah. yeah. We okay. have a high inst- high intensity class running over lunch. Uh, we have boxing, high end boxing. So that's like almost eight, ten different classes, kind yeah, yeah, of. Yeah. yeah. And then the classic membership is designed for people they have that want to have or reach goals. They they have specific goals. They're beginners or they are intermediate and advanced, but they want to have a coach by the side. And there you have, there is going to be always every eight week an appointment or more multiply appointments with a checkup, 3D scan, uh, goal settings, 
uh, movement testings, uh, technical uh, testing, uh, programming, introducing on the program every eight weeks. So there's there's a there's an onboarding with that individual, right? It's like, like uh, all the clients that are taking online coaching nowadays. Mm-hmm. They have their coach in the UK, US, or whatever. You have it in your gym, and he's going to deliver your program. He's going to be by your side physically. Of course, you're not going to have person training because for that you need to pay a lot of money. Money, mm-hmm. but um, for all the coaching aspects, you have a coach by the side. Okay. And if you're lucky, he's close to you, and he can have a technical overview. Okay. If you do your lift right, if you have any questions, stuff like this. And if not, you have a technical device or the app that we are using. Mm-hmm. And you can ask questions. You can upload uh, some videos. You can upload pictures or whatever. So there's there's that feedback yes. kind of go- okay yes, and yeah. And then we have the premium membership. This is basically a classic membership with two personal trainings per week, fixed appointments, and usually managers or people in higher positions are taking these services. Okay, it's a minimum duration of three months, but. Just uh, from experience on, these people are staying as long they want, like usually two years. Yeah, I mean, you even mentioned, I think, like your average client like relationship is years. Yes. Right? Yes. Like you can confidently say like people don't just show up for a month kind of, unless no. they they happen to be like one yeah, month yeah, in town. That's, different, that, that's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. But, uh, but you don't years. even count that, right? Years. Like, yeah. Like an average person training, two years. So then out of the three memberships, what is the majority? Is it the classic or the premium? Of course, the basic. Oh, basic is yes. the biggest? Okay. Yeah. Uh, classic, the second, and uh, around 30 people with a premium. Okay. And then you also have people with like who do the personal training uh, m- much more frequently probably too. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we, don't have, we don't sell 10 sessions. Okay. We have memberships. Yeah. And the reason is that you want to deliver results sure because a 10 session card or whatever you want to call it mm. can be forever he can come once a month he can come every second month he can come once a year technically seen by law he can yeah come as long as he want and for business reason you want to have a frequent income of money so that's why a membership makes most sense and you also forcing is the wrong word but you're motivating a client to come frequently and for these managers, the most important thing is to have time. Time for the self, time not to be available for anyone else, for the work, for the family, just me time. Yeah. And that combined with a goal creates a perfect client. Absolutely, yeah. Because then the, there's, a, there's the right amount of sort of, not urgency, but like, well, already a buy-in, right? For to be on the same page, for like, sure. okay, this because is because you're committing for three months. Yeah, and it's not nothing. Of course, for some people, it's some, they can afford it. For other, they, they need to save the money. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's important for them, for their health, for their mental, psychological, uh, psychological health. Yeah, um, for their fitness goals, whatever. Now, in terms of sort of. I think one thing as as a tra- maybe this is a, a question to ask like have you put on your trainer's hat now right versus like kind of from the business side of things like I think and we kind of hinted on it earlier in terms of like you know become specialized in something but then also kind of you know expand your knowledge base right mm-hmm. especially with social media these days 
right? There's a little bit of a push and pull struggle for a lot of trainers where, yes, they do their core, but then like what's on social media might be like, you know, for the likes or something fancy or whatever, right? And then it's sort of like this push and pull struggle with also like doing what's right for the client, mm -hmm. right? But then the client also wants something, right? And that might not necessarily be, and like, it, just bring up social media as just one example because, you know, people are checking it. It's like, oh, let's try this exercise. Oh, that looks cool. That looks fun or whatever. But it could be completely like off-piste, right? You yeah, know? Yeah. And sometimes half the, half the stuff we see on social media, it's like, what the F, right? So how do you, and then maybe also like, because you're overseeing the team and I'm sure all of them have their own way of kind of doing it, like kind of balancing, you know, kind of giving what, again, with what the client wants mm -hmm. versus also because you have your assessment and everything too. All right, we've established your goals, these kind of things. This is how we think it should go, right? Yeah. Well, I need to go back to my education. Mm. Um, I am in a lucky position, lucky that I had like really good mentors mm -hmm. and they taught me well, they teach me well. And I had mentors, they were experts in their field. For example, Dr. Peter Lundgren, he was, uh, he was, I would say even uh, the advertiser or the guy that uh, uh, corrected Charles Poliquin by some stuff. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm. He was living for three years with us, with me and my wife, as a roommate, basically. Wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Couch surfing. Yeah. Because he tried to develop his business in Switzerland, but then he moved to uh, Abu Dhabi. Okay. He's working currently, I think, for the uh, royal family. But he was my private teacher. Wow. And it was easy for me. That's, that's, uh, it's, it's hard to explain to other people, but I, I had like an open book. I had Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, all these anatomy books next to one person that I can ask 24-7. Yeah. That's... Hey, Peter, what do you think about it? Hey, this. What do you think about this exercise? What do you think? Bullshit, good. Bullshit, good. Wow. And what he pushed me in my brain was always basics first. 99%. Yeah. And it's also like if you're training athletes, where it, doesn't, where it does start foundation if you're not able to accomplish these foundations it doesn't make sense to work on the circus exercises yeah because in the end of the day it's nothing else than circus training what are you seeing yeah. so if you're not able to move in a right way yeah. why you're trying to do some artistic work why you try to impress somebody on instagram with exercises nobody cares because there are a million people they are looking may, may better than you. Yeah. They move way more weight than you. Mm -hmm. They probably know also more than you. Yeah. Why you try to do this bullshit? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, again, coming back to this, what I said before, try to best in one field, specialize, and deliver as many content. Because if you see it from a business perspective, we are in a, we are in a time where we can communicate for free basically mm. Instagram whatever we can communicate for free mm -hmm. and you're gonna find your clients you don't have to attract you don't have to be attractive for everybody no 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 and I think like it's foolish to think that right yeah but that's the problem that uh, most of the people think about yeah. they look on Instagram how many likes do I got how many views do I got but if you go into this loop 
is it like one or zero point five percent that is really interested in this about this? Yeah. From this ten uh, thousand people that have watched your video, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like your things. You're, do, you're going towards information. You're going to basic information. This is what the people need: is the basic information. I'm not. I'm not here to impress. Uh, let's say, even if I have clients like this, NHL players, I don't need to attract them. If I can attract a upcoming ice hockey player, sure, I'm on the right spot because yep. I can teach them well, mm -hmm. as an example. Or if I have like somebody that is coming with shoulder pain, I don't have to attract a pro athlete if I can have a hundred amateurs. I don't care. I care about that stuff, what I'm good in, and I'm caring about the people they listening to me. And it's, yeah, it's certainly like kind of sticking to your core, right? Your essence, right? Yeah. What you've already established your business like from, right? And then I think, yeah, you, you kind of, you know, it being like doing the simple stuff, the you know, consistently, that is already where like you reap so much of the rewards, right? It sounds simple, but it's hard yes. to be consistent and working on the basics because you need to manage to be good at the basics. Yeah. To become good at these specific things like sprinting, jumping, throwing, mm. cleaning, snatching, whatever. Yeah. If you're not able to move in a right pattern, why should you try to move on complicated movements? If you're not able to stabilize your core, why you should want to do a front squat? Mm. Yeah. Whatever. And then you, that you, you can go up in this pyramid is it's always the same mm -hmm. and it's a it's a fake world out there it's a fake world on this cell phone so i mean i see it sex sells that's why it works mm -hmm. it's uh, that's why it works also with uh, programming that's why it's working with uh, nutrition or whatever yeah. i'm not the best example like just physically but my brain is has a six-pack mm -hmm. yeah and i think like in terms of like you know you it you might be able to make an impression in the initial stages with that, but then if there's no substance behind it, right? Yeah. Then eventually, like... Over time, the client's going to recognize it. Yes. And it's also, you know, it's one thing also very important that, like, it's it might have worked for you, right? But then how does that translate for that person, right? And it kind of also then goes back to our where we were discussing a little bit about, like, its context, right? Who is this person in front of you? Yeah. Right? And it's... You know how can we make that person move right then you have to adapt the program to that person right versus you're gonna do whatever i did yeah right i mean i'm coming up with a hard comment comment but in my opinion there is no wrong training program as long as the people are moving yeah well the, in the scale of like for when we look at nothing to uh, to everything something is always better than nothing right yes yeah. in terms of this mm -hmm. if you're motivating people to move Nothing's wrong. If you're not using freaking weight, the risk of injury is low. It's, yeah. It's, it's uh, either, uh, you need to look to perspective. Or, I mean, well, you, that's can, you, can be, you can be a technic, uh, progr program nerd. You can be like super into this and say, yeah, we are in phase two, phase one. We, we have 12 phases in front of us. So we need to do all this access. Who cares? If I see that the client is not able to do his three sets today, I'm reducing it. If yeah, he's yeah. not able to do the load, I'm reducing it. But that's that's where it's really important, like you know, the context, right? Well, that sure. whoever is in front Always. of you, right? Like Always. you know, it's like sitting down with that person, understanding what they're who they are, right? Yeah. And then 
kind of you know yes goals all this but then like sort of i'm sure you you do this where it's the consultation period of mm -hmm. like okay tell me you know Ilir, how's your eight you know nine to five look like what mm -hmm. is that right how do you sleep all this yeah, kind of thing right? even there i mean yeah. how deep go you go into these questions yeah you're a single right mm -hmm. not maybe do you have kids no i have kids my nutrition is going to look different yeah yeah my schedule of... is going to look different yeah we are both business owner in different terms. You have your own business by your own. I have employees, different stress level. So you need every client that you have in front of you is going to be different than the other. Yeah. Female males, mm -hmm. young, old. Yeah. Injuries, no injuries. Sure. Experience, no experience. Yeah. So you can go in a rabbit hole. It can go so deep. Mm -hmm. And you should. Yeah. You should be interested over the time. You don't have to. You don't need all the information from the beginning. No, no, no. But you, but need, you need to start painting that initial picture, exactly, right? Exactly. So, then you need to also consider this because if you see that the people are struggling with certain things, you need to ask questions. Mm -hmm. You need to see why why they're struggling. Why are not keeping their trainings, or why are not uh, they're holding on their nutrition program, or whatever. Yeah, because you could work your tail off. You know that one hour or how many hours you spend in the gym but then if the rest of the you know 23 hours is falling apart and you're yes. putting out fires then it doesn't matter right yeah. it's basically stress on stress yes right and what we're trying to do is create an environment or foster that environment where you know the different stresses are just the right amount that that person is moving forward right progressing getting stronger yes. and getting healthier and fitter and all that right so Ilir, i'm conscious of time we have a taxi waiting for you, Thank you very but much. Uh, just one last, maybe if you wanted to put down like some goals for 2024 and then we'll wrap this up. My goals? Yeah. Man, I want to just be better than yesterday. Every day better than yesterday. Okay. That's my goal. My, my life philosophy. Okay. And then real quickly, I know you mentioned uh, briefly like the second location is opening up. Timeline for that? May. May 2024? Yes. Okay. So guys, that was Ilya Halil owner of club their sport freunde really thank you for this uh, uh time and uh thank this chat this invitation <laughs> and we'll definitely do this again hopefully hopefully soon all right thanks guys for tuning in this is never the right time powered by five star and onze recovery you're listening to urban fm 103.5 105.5 fm thank you